It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. What's going on? It is March 20th, and it is a, another day of people trying to stay safe, trying to flatten the curve. So I appreciate it. We appreciate it as a family, as an organization, the Phillies organization. And, you know, I'm, try, I'm here to try to entertain. That is my goal, whether it is entertainment for – 10 minutes, 30 minutes, or whatever, I'm going to try to do my best. So right here on Pine Tar for breakfast, coming up next, I got Scott Kingery talking about spring training, the coronavirus, where he's at, and how he's staying in shape. Stay tuned. What up? And another episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast is upon us. Yesterday we had Tom McCarthy. Today we have a player, and our first player is going to be Scotty Jetpacks. And before I get that started, I appreciate you guys listening. At Kevin Franzen on Twitter, I'd love to have some interaction going on with what you guys want to hear, who you want to hear from during this time, and just to know that whether you have it or you don't have it, you're scared or not, I'm uh, thinking about you. We're all thinking about you, and we hope that, you know, these 10 minutes to 30 minutes to maybe in an hour of a of a podcast can, can just keep your mind off things for a little bit um, and then, you know, understand that we're not here to – we can't care anything. I'm just trying to help you and give you that baseball fix, maybe a laughter here or there, maybe something serious or not. But uh, that's why I'm going to bring on Scotty. So, without further ado, here's the man. We have our coronavirus interview, our first one with a player, and it's Scott Kingry. Scott, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Well, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna call you like the utility guy, the second baseman, and give you this whole like big spiel. But I think being the first player post coronavirus cancellation, all that stuff going on, would be a little bit more important. Right. So right. that's where you got it. So the big thing is, uh, what are you doing? I mean, uh, I think everyone in the country has an idea of what they're doing. It's usually at home. Uh, the big thing about baseball was, be, do you go to spring training site? Do you go home? Do you go to Philly? What is, right. What's been your deal? I, you know, it's it right after the, the season, you know, got pushed back and Right after spring training got canceled, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. We had no idea how long we were going to be suspended for. It's just it was a it was a lot to handle, and so for you know the first couple of days, I stayed put in, in Clearwater, thinking, all right, maybe I could just stay at the facility and keep working out and you know be with most of the guys there. And um, but that changed really fast. <laughs> it changed every single day for like the next three days. 
um, I'm not sure anybody knew what was happening. So, you know, once we got the word that it was going to be about eight weeks, I was like, all right, you know, if, if something happens, if there's a travel ban, I don't want to yeah. be stuck while everyone's going home. I don't want to be stuck in, in Florida. So I went back home and, you know, I'm back here uh, close to my family now. So we'll get into like what you're doing back home, but like kind of get, you know, cause we were, I was banned. I wasn't essential. You know, I wasn't allowed to go to the yard. Oh, um, yeah. So well, most people would say that in general, like even when I was playing. But the fact of the <laughs> matter is uh, that being in limbo, right? Like and not and, and you guys, people are going to have their own stories. This is not about everyone's world right now. We're talking about the baseball world um, and not understanding what was going on. Just like everybody else in the in the country. No one knew what was going to, you know, what was happening, what decisions were being made. What was that like for you guys, like as a team, like coming up with decisions or even like how crazy and weird were some of your talks with each other going, uh, I don't know what to say right now. I think that was the worst part was being, you know, stuck in limbo because we were obviously, you know, trying to keep each other updated if we heard anything, um, and, you know, we were we had a group text going every time we heard some new information or even rumors, we were throwing it out there because everyone was trying to figure out the same thing. Nobody wanted to make the wrong move. Yeah. Nobody wanted to go home and then be called back two weeks later. And, you know, they're like, oh, no, I'm back home. I got to get on a flight as soon as I can. You know, so we had no idea. And, and that was the hardest part was no one wanted to make the wrong move and go home and be you know, people want to go home, be with their families, but they also didn't want to be stuck um, somewhere if the possibility of us, you know, starting spring training again. So it was it was wild. I mean, we were we were in constant communication with each other, just trying to figure it out and, and taking it step by step once we got new information. I wonder if it would have been I'm not going to say different because this this whole thing is is enormous in itself, uh, rightfully so. But you guys are like the Phillies just in general are playing such good baseball, like a brand of baseball that you would experience, like expect from like, I would say um, a team that was mid season season form, right? Like the way you guys executed, the way you guys were just going about your business, the way spring training had started for you guys. Did that play a little bit into like a, maybe a little bit more of a frustration. It wasn't about the record in spring training, but the way you guys were just, you guys were straight focused. And it, and just to kind of get a punch in the face on that one. Right. I mean, I, I kind of think that goes hand in hand with us bringing in um, Joe Girardi and obviously all the guys that we had in our clubhouse. I mean, uh, it was just right from the beginning, really good chemistry with the team and just we meshed really well. And I think that obviously, you know, you talk to anybody in baseball, that plays a huge part in, in how your team plays on the field. And um, for us, you know, we were – we were playing well. I mean, people were hitting the ball. People were throwing the ball well. Um, and then, you know, it just gets shut down. So, and, and for me, you know, it, there's still a lot of answers up in the air regarding, you know, certain players. Like, I, I don't know personally what it's like for a player who has an opt-out. Hmm. I don't know when that's coming up. You know, it's there's guys that were still trying to make the team. So, all those answers are still up in the air, and, and you just – you kind of look at it and you're like, wow, there's a lot going on um, that hasn't been figured out. Yeah, and you're a guy that, I mean, we've talked, I, I think, almost every day, and it's just like you have perspective. You have a pretty damn good perspective for being young in this game and, and everything. 
uh, and and understanding that those guys are in limbo and says a lot about you when you bring that up because right that is I'm sorry that's because we're such a world of like oh me 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 you know and and we think about that and and so many guys that you compete with in spring training are going through such different ordeals. You have no idea what's going on at home. You have no idea what's going on in life. You don't know what's going on in their contract here and there. You're, you're, you guys are grinding together, and for you to, to, to step back and, and try to take a understanding of what it's like to be them, I mean, that there's a bunch of dudes that were playing great. And it's so many guys. So many guys. And, I mean, you don't know, like, with that 26th spot being added, mm. you know, there's there was so much competition. We had we had guys playing out of their minds. And, you know, they're all fighting for spots. And now things, you know, just, just stop. And, and they don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. They don't know if they're, they were in a spot to make the team. They don't know if they're going to be looking for another job after this is all over. Like, I, I just don't think you know, it's, it's something that people don't realize is that there's a lot more going in that clubhouse um, now that things are shut down. Well, and, and it's, it's interesting because you bring up the clubhouse, you talked about the camaraderie and, and Joe Girardi and coming in, but like w- one thing that we will agree upon is that guys liked Gabe had nothing to do about not liking the guy. Um, because if you didn't like the guy, the whole clubhouse would be in shambles. You guys wouldn't like each right. other because you guys are pissed all the time, but you guys stayed to get like close together throughout everything last year, uh, whether it was injuries, you know, guys getting called up, got traded, all, 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 you know, all in all, just a, a whole different deal. You get to spring train and you, you you continue that on. Was that bond formed last year? Was it formed the year before? Do you think it, it it's totally different than years past, or would you say it's just like right where you know you guys left right where you left off? I mean, from from year to year, I've I've seen the difference that having the right guys in the clubhouse can make. Yeah. Um, and the type of bond you can form if you have guys that are like-minded and, and all shooting for the same thing. And um, I mean, the from my first year to the second year, um, that's something that I think, you know, the front office and, and Gabe really tried to work on was, was getting guys that fit well with, with, you know, the core of guys that we already had there. And, last year was, was unbelievable. You know, it was a uh, just a clubhouse full of great guys. And that was off the field as well. We would, we would take any opportunity we could to all get together and go hang out and just, you know, kind of chop it up and just, you know, pick each other's brains and just, you know, have dinner together, whatever it was, hang out when we're at the hotels, whatever we could do to kind of, you know, form that bond and, and just create better chemistry on the team. And I think that carried over into this year. Um, you know, we, we spent a lot of time in spring training hanging out as a group, and I think that's something that um, really kind of can can put your team to a whole new level. Well, I, I bring that up because I think the, uh, the next question is one of being able to form a bond with another player and another player to your right, and, and that being Didi Gregorius. And playing second base, one spot, your spot. Uh, what's that been like? Because I, I, I have my perspective. I want to get your perspective on the guy and just – you know, getting acclimated to who he is as a player and, you know, let alone a person. That guy is so interesting. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, you know, I just, I learn something new about him every day, but um, I was told from, you know, I, I have a couple, a 
some close relationships with a couple guys he played with in New York, and they told me right off the bat when we got him there, like you're gonna you're gonna love that dude. And you know, just getting to talk to him, he's he's an artist, he's a photographer. You know, I saw a video of him playing piano. Like I, I don't think there's anything that guy can't do. And you know, I'm trying to just learn a little bit about him and and kind of get that chemistry flowing up the middle as much as possible. What's that been like for you? Because, I mean, you know, last couple of years, uh, you, you, like two years ago, you go off in spring training and you're just, you know, they're throwing you anywhere and everywhere. You're you're just taking it, you know, taking it how it is. You're like, I'll, I'll play. You, you need a guy? Okay, I'll play. It's fine. You need me at shortstop? Sure, why not? Uh, and last <laughs> year, same thing. I mean, you, very similar things, right? You go from a, a year playing great shortstop to going playing third, playing a little second, playing a little short, and then the, boom, center field. Uh, first, what, game or two, a little weird, and then you turned yourself into, a, like, an above-average center fielder. Uh, now you're in your, your comfort zone. You're a spot that, you know, you came up through the minor league ranks uh, for a mindset. Like, when you're in the minors and you're raking and you're doing it consistently, you're going to the yard knowing that, well, I'm going to play second base and I'm going to hit second, I'm going to hit third. Uh, how much does that play a part of it? Like, knowing that you're just – you just are going to be relaxed. You don't have to think about all the other spots. Yeah. I mean, we, I think you and me have talked <laughs> about this a little bit, but it's, I've set you up for this one. Right. It's, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Um, yeah. I don't know if people realize the, the effect that playing all over has on you, not just physically as much as it is a, a mental thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just having that routine of showing up and you don't even have to look at the lineup. You know, you're going to be in the lineup. You know, you're going to be playing one position and physically the fact that you can go to one position and you get so, so many reps at that position that if your body's hurting, if your legs are feeling a little bit heavy, you can take a day off from ground balls and go into the game and you can still feel fine. You feel like you didn't miss a beat, but when you're playing multiple positions, especially ones you've never really played before, that's when things get tough because you miss one day of taking ground balls at third. You feel like it's a brand new position. Yeah. And that's just the physical side. Mentally, my biggest thing was I had to learn whole new situations. If a ball was in the gap, where do I go? Who do I throw it to? If a, if a bunt play is put on, where do I need to be? Mm-hmm. When you're at one position, you get that locked in in spring training and you know it. You just, it's reaction at that point when you're playing different positions, you know, your, your mind's going crazy. I mean, I remember there was times in the field where before the ball was pitched, I was thinking of 10 different, 10 different situations that could happen. <laughs> you're like, Oh my God. Oh my and God, then my the God. balls, the balls pitched and I'm like, Oh my God, I don't even know if I saw that ball. I was, I was yeah. thinking about, you know, where I needed to be, what I was going to do. So, I mean, it's, it, it does, it relaxes you being in one position and you could just go out and play your game. Well, I think even more than like when I was coming up and doing very similar things, just not at your level, like just, just as far as being able to play all those positions, uh, the shift, right? And so like shifting causes havoc on everyone because now, you know, who's the lead guy here? Who's the lead guy there? Uh, right center field gap. Now that you're over on the second base side as a shortstop, you could be the lead guy on a double. Cut. Right. Like, all those things going through your mind. That's the stuff that I talk about a lot on the radio about you is, like, being in the right spots. Because right. it's not like old times where, well, the shortstop, you know, ball in right center, oh, he's the he, he's the backup on, on a double cut. It's not like that anymore. 
Because no, depending on who's out there, what guys, I mean, it's crazy. I just, I like my first, my first MLB game was at third base. And I think I played maybe four or five games in the minors at third base, a couple games in spring training, but never like, you know, never really got that chance to, to lock in that position. My first major league game was at third base. And I remember Freddie Freeman came up and I'm like, oh boy, you know, here we go. And I was comfortable taking ground balls at third base Yep. where a normal third baseman plays. Yep. And then I get shifted over immediately in my first game. <laughs> and I'm thinking, all right, well, you know, this obviously is different. <laughs> I was like, now I got to figure out where I got to be if something happens. And it's just, it, my mind was going a thousand miles per hour. And it was like the first inning of my first major league game. And I was like, here we go. I guess you just got to lock it in and That's see what happens. What, how, how long did it take for you to get your first ball? Um, was that three batters? I, in? Think, I think my first ball might've been a pop-up. Okay. And I was, but I think I was shifted over. So I came running in towards third. <laughs> I took a horrible route, but you know, I think I ended up making the catch, but I mean, I was sweating after. Like afterwards you're like, whoo. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kicking in. <laughs> oh man. So okay, now we're now let's fast forward to what is today? March twentieth. Uh last week on last Thursday, you and I were was it Port Charlotte? Uh yeah, Port Charlotte. I was trying to think where we were. It's Port Charlotte. And you and I were talking about the cage and I it was like did you see all the stuff that went down last night with the NBA? And, you know, now we're into the whole thing. We're a week past, you know, no games and everything. You're home. How are you staying in shape? I mean, is is it something that's going to be difficult because of all the closures and lockdowns and shelter-in-place type stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. This has been the longest week of my life. I just realized yesterday that only had been a week. And I was like, all right, I'm going to lose my mind out here. That's the thing. It's nuts. yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, as far as right now goes, um, you know, I'm thinking long term because it's going to be eight weeks. So mm-hmm. I'm taking the chance to just, I think, give my body a little break. I mean, I, you know, spring training is what usually five, six weeks. So I'm going to give my chance or myself a chance to just give my body a break and, and then ramp things up. But for right now, I've, you know, I've done a couple garage workouts, you know, finding whatever I can, can get, you know, got to keep the body in shape. But yeah. I mean, everything's locked down out here in Arizona, so it's not much I can do right now. I kind of just got to, got to wait it out and, you know, stay inside my house. Now, here's the only question. Are you going to have like buddies, like, you know, six feet apart, obviously, uh, like just hit like tennis balls at you and just like do reactionary drills. Have you ever like thought of like just out of like thinking outside the box? How am I gonna how am I gonna figure to to stay in shape on this whole thing? I'm going. I'm having people like just chuck balls at me and I'm gonna like catch it just to see if I can just to do it every once in a while. Right. I mean, I'm sure I'm gonna get bored and that sounds like something that can keep me busy for a while. But I mean, I I haven't even really thought about it. There's you know I'm trying to get get myself situated here, but any way I can, uh, any way I can stay ready. It, you know, if there's a chance for me to go hit balls off a tee somewhere or just play a little catch or something, I don't, I just haven't thought about it. It's crazy that, um, 
that's the thing is there's no no end time for this yeah. right now. So <laughs> I don't know when to start, when to when to really kick things into gear, and at that point I'll have to have have to find a place to do it at. Well, you were talking about your you know resting up your body and stuff, and and my my question on this is you and I've talked about this where spring training you would come in you bigger because knowing that you're going to just shred off everything during the season, uh, weight-wise. Um, right. And, and sometimes you're like, that's not ideal. I don't want to lose that much weight, but it just happens. Like, it doesn't matter what you eat. It's just going to – does this – do you think this might be beneficial as far as being able to keep that on throughout the entire season? You know, I've thought about that. And, I mean, I'm not saying this is, this is great because it sucked yeah, last no. year when I was on the yeah. DL – Yep. When I was on the deal last year, it sucked. I missed a month, but that also gave me a chance to keep my weight on. And last year was the the best I had kept weight on. So spring training, obviously in Florida, it's hot. I'm sweating a lot, always on my feet. That's when I lose a lot of, of weight. So, I mean, who knows with, with this, I could come in into the season at the best weight I've been in. Um, and hopefully that helps, you know, carry it through whatever, remaining games we have in the season yeah that that's like the the, the, other, the one of the last things i was going to talk to you about i was like thinking about it uh there's a chance that this could be you know i, I don't want to set a number on there but like let's say it's 100 games it could be a sprint to the end everyone has a chance if it's 100 games right. everyone has a legit shot i don't care if you have a team that's trying to tank or not um so have you given thought of that? Like, okay, once we get this thing ramped up, it is it's go time. It's not like one of those where you can, you know, the first month of the season you're just trying to get your feet wet. Uh, you know, if you stay around five hundred, that's fine. You just so you know, you want to play good baseball. Like the moment this thing starts back up, um, you got you know, whatever how many weeks it, it may be that they give you like a spring training type thing. Like have you thought about how intense that's gonna be the the you know, the remaining part of the season? It's it's going to be crazy. I mean, if you think about it over a full 162, most teams are going to win 50 games. They're going to lose 50 games. That's That remaining 62 games is kind of what separates the teams that make the playoffs. If you take out those, those 62 games and it's only 100 games, like you said, everybody has a chance. It's not. It's nuts. It, it's, it's, it doesn't matter, you know, how your team's constructed. It doesn't matter what your plans were from the beginning everybody has a chance. So it's going to be a battle every single day because you're going to need a win every single day you go into that field. Yeah. And I, I just, it, it's crazy to think that we're in a time where we don't want to tell a fan how to, how to, how to be, but it's like every sport has been taken away from everyone right now. And, and because of, you know, for the serious nature that this is, uh, and, and you're going, you have no right to bitch right now. Just enjoy sports being back when baseball's back. Like that's that's the way I'm looking. <laughs> right. It's right. Like, just go. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been in my house watching marble racing on <laughs> on my phone. So when sports come back, I mean, you oh. gotta enjoy it. You <laughs> you have to enjoy it. I was gonna say one weekend. What is the craziest thing you've uh, you've had to do just to keep your mind going? I think I I think you just answered that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty intense, actually. I don't know if you've seen it, but... Is this the one? You got some ESPN crazy courses. <laughs> I mean, these marbles are just... Roll I just won't watch on my phone, but these marbles are going, man. Got a, got a full course set up. Got some commentary on there. It's good stuff. So, when are you going to do one? When are you going to do a course? 
I don't know. I might have to. I might have to set one up in my house. It'll keep me busy for a while. See, that's. I'm all about busy work. All about busy work. Well, so everyone in your family, everyone's good right now. Everyone's kind of. Yeah. I, yeah. Good. All right. So my older brother, see a, a doctor in New York right now. He's coming home. Good. Um, and my mom actually uh, is self quarantining herself from me ah. for the next two weeks. Um, you know, just in case, because yep. I was on a plane back home. So yep. she's uh, she's self quarantining. So, I mean, for now, everyone's just you know trying to do their part to stay inside. You feel like you you feel like a jerk as you walk by and everyone's like putting like their hands up like stay away. We know you're on a plane. Stay away. Yeah, I mean it's, it's my, that's the first thing my mom said to me was I was like, "Hey, just we could talk through the phone, but I'm not going to see you for 2 weeks." And I was like, "All right." God. Uh, like, I get it. Yep. I absolutely. It just sucks cuz you're like the one thing you want when you get home is family. Like that's that's right. it. Um yeah. and then the the other one is like the you know, just anything that you'd want to say to a Philly fan that might be listening to this. Hopefully that's like a hundred thousand people, but it's probably not. Uh, Are you that popular? No, 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 no. Okay. No, right. I think I have a one in there somewhere, but I don't know if it's a thousand or a hundred. I don't know. Oof. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's get those, let's get those <laughs> listen, listeners up. All right. Yeah. yeah that's what um, I mean, to Philly's and just hang in there like the rest of us. Cause once it gets going, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy should be fun because like you said every game's gonna matter well scott scotty jetpacks i appreciate you uh coming on during these uh crazy times i know you got to go throw a ball against the wall for a little bit and uh right and, and keep yourself in shape here's the other thing jump squats are great if you want to do that uh and see how many you yeah, can do tier a workout you got a workout for me what do you got uh yeah so i just did um uh, windowsill uh, push-ups today you know like actually okay. not even push-ups but the triceps push-ups right if we're going well, gotta keep gotta keep the arms big absolutely uh single leg squats and just full-on balance i'm just going dong you know like dong lian style right now you know and it, right. for those that don't know paul and dong are the the uh strength coordinators conditioning for the phillies major league team and uh yeah i've just i've just you know a lot of a lot of different you know, wall sits, a lot of core. I've done a couple wall sits, you know, some planks. Yeah. You got to. I mean, it's got to keep, got to keep the core right. Cause it's weird. Cause you're there. It's not off season and you're trying not to shut down, but it's so easy to when, when craziness is happening and everyone's just like, ah, everyone's mind's going. It's like, man, trying to figure out a way to, to keep, you know, physically going, I think is, is so important and obviously so important for you. I mean, that's one of the things is it also keeps you busy. And I, I hate running. That's, that's something that I am not a big fan of. Yeah. But the other day I, I ran around my building twice and didn't want to go any further. That's a little bit too long distance for me. I like sprints, but you know, it's just, uh, I was like, if just got to keep my legs under me somehow, you know, instead of just laying on the couch all day. So the the one I did say and, and it's not a it's not a joke or anything. The one company I think that's benefiting from this more than anyone is Peloton, and like the the, the stuff that they've come out with, you can compete and you can still have classes, you can still do that stuff. And I'm going right, wow, like to think that we're we're actually engaging and and talking about like 
finding ways to work out when you can't go outside. I mean, you're seeing stuff all over the internet now that are, uh, like people are, are doing Instagram live workouts and that you can watch and kind of get involved with and do from your house. So there's, there's a lot of people stepping up and, and trying to find ways to, to get everybody, you know, staying, staying active. And I mean, I saw people doing some famous singers are doing live concerts on Instagram. It's pretty crazy that, um, you know, stuff's going on, but people are trying to, trying to find ways to, to keep people happy and keep people busy. So it's, our it's pretty cool. Gotta love yeah. It. yeah. All right, dude. Well, I appreciate you, uh, you coming on pine tar for breakfast. Cause this is the afternoon and you know, we like breakfast in the afternoon. Breakfast at any time. Gotta breakfast love it. Anytime. All right, buddy. Stay safe. I appreciate it. Stay in shape. And, uh, yeah, we'll be talking. All right. For sure. All right, dude. Thanks for having me. And there he is, Scott Kingry, gracious with his time. And I know people are going to say, well, he has all the time in the world. He's, you know, self-quarantined. Well, I get that whole thing. Uh, but this was something for me, for us, and the Phillies to hopefully, again, bring out a little bit of goodness in the day. And I'll have more for you. Twitter, at Kevin Franz, and hit me up. Peace! Out of here!